This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. Hi, and welcome to Green Talk, a podcast series from GreenLivingIdeas.com. Green Talk helps listeners in their efforts to lead more eco-friendly lifestyles through interviews with top vendors, authors, and experts from around the world. We discuss the critical issues facing the global environment today, as well as the technologies, products, and practices that you can employ to go greener in every area of your life. Hey everybody, thanks for listening in today on Green Living Ideas, Green Talk Radio. This is Sean Daly, and today we're going to be talking about organic and baby-safe body, hair, and skincare products, and adult-safe as well. And my guest to discuss that topic with me today is Jessica Iklesoy, who is the president of California Baby. Jessica, welcome to the program. Thank you. So um, I'm familiar with your products. In fact, uh, you and I were talking off mic uh, just a minute ago about the fact that I was uh, um, on, on the beaches of, the, of southern France. Uh, for, I was over for a wedding, and um, I just last saw your product a few days ago when it was being applied to my, my daughter, my four-year-old daughter. So yes. <laughs> very familiar with your products, and um, I, my, I know we've, um, we've always found them uh, very, very effective, and I'm interested to hear about the industry and, and the company and its background. Um, but it was funny, too, you had mentioned that uh, <laughs> well, I'll let you tell the story about. Yeah, well, actually, it was kind of a surprise to us. You're talking about the uh, the sunscreen in the south of France. Exactly the coincidence. Yeah, exactly. Well, you were you were in the south of France, and you were using our sunscreen on your child. And uh, Tom Cruise's baby, Surrey Cruise, was photographed in the south of France using our sunscreen as well. And it was published in People Magazine, and and we didn't know about it until we opened People Magazine, and we said, Oh my gosh! <laughs> so that's always fun. Oh well, you know, actually, we were with the. the the cruises, you know, we were just hanging out. And, oh, yeah, you uh, so, were there. Yeah, so it was like, you know. <laughs> well, say hello for me, please. <laughs> um, so, uh, hey, so I, I just wanted to find out a little bit about the background of the company. I, I know you, you guys make body, hair, and skin care products, um, but I'm just curious about, um, you know, how, how it all got started. Well, um, I started the line after the birth of my first son um, and brought the line to market in 1995. So we've been around for over 10 years, and we actually pioneered the concept of natural and aromatherapy skincare products for kids. At the time, there wasn't really anything. I mean, now you see a lot of skincare products for kids, and uh, a lot of natural. Natural has grown, which is fabulous. Um, but I started the line. I started looking up ingredients after the birth of my first son when I uh, picked up a chemical dictionary and found that uh, several of the ingredients were listed as potential carcinogens, um, not to mention, you know, sodium lauryl sulfate, which we all kind of know about now. It's kind of an irritant, very drying to the skin. And a lot of even natural products were using synthetic fragrances, which I found unacceptable. And so I, I went about looking for alternative ingredients. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, and what were some of the other ingredients that you may, you mentioned sodium lauryl sulfate mm-hmm. as one? And I actually, I have a specific question about that before we sure. even talk about the other ingredients. There was some recent press that came out because you know it's been for years they've said that sodium lauryl sulfate is dangerous and and so forth. And then this, someone just came out with a, a statement that they said, "Oh, hey, that's actually just a wise tale. It's not really true." Right. Um, what, what's your take on that? Well, you know, it's interesting because now we have the Internet and and so many things kind of just 
fly around. You know, when I first started um, developing this line, you know, one actually had to go to the library and get books and talk to chemists and, you know, kind of really do your research, which is what I did. And um, so sodium lauryl sulfate has always had a bad name. I mean, even back, you know, when I was um, working on this line, it was it was the first ingredient that I wanted to replace. Um, and I think the EWG, which is an um, environmental working group that does a lot of research on ingredients, and they're very legitimate, has um, done some studies on it. And they found that um, when it's vaporized, it gives off a chemical that is a cancer-causing chemical. And when we're taking showers and bubble baths and even washing dishes, you know, we, it's constantly being vaporized. I tend to believe that it's, um, things are, I want to be on the safe side. So I'm not, um, I, don't, I don't buy into that old wives' tale. And, and anyway, sodium lauryl sulfate does not fall into an old wives' tale. It's not an herb. It's not something that our, our grandmothers used on us. Um, so I tend to believe that it's probably not as good for us as uh, we're led to believe. Yeah. Well, I certainly I, I wholeheartedly agree with the position and the stance of, um, you know, erring on the side of caution. Right. So that certainly makes sense. And there are, I should say, um, and there, there's actually some great uh, coverage on um, on, a, on another site that's um, treehugger.com, mm-hmm. and they have a great article that covers both sides of the issue. Um, and there are still proponents of other, there's a president of another company in your industry that says that uh, that, that they're, they're a problem due to uh, the 1,4 dioxide oxane contamination right. and yes. you know so there's a there's a whole argument against so it just makes sense just if it, if it can be removed let's go ahead and remove it so let, let the industry and the doctors and you know the the um, you know the people behind them uh, battle that out uh, for as long as they'd like to I think right now is really a great time because industries are actually opening up and they're trying to find alternatives whereas before it was just giving you the same old story over and over again no this is safe it's fine and now they're seeing that the public is really not buying that anymore and and we want more environmentally and and healthful products yeah and we don't and we don't want to play russian roulette with our our bodies and our health nor that those of our particularly nor those of our children right um, so beyond that, well, and actually, I have a question in terms of substituting for these ingredients mm-hmm. that are commonly either um, you know have been proven or, or you know are su- suspect as being dangerous to our health. Uh, is it difficult to replace these ingredients with ones that are, are clearly natural and, and not um, posing risks to us as consumers? Well, so. it is and it isn't. I mean, there are some very easy replacements. You know, it's easy to replace um, mineral oil with vegetable oil. Um, and it's easy to get herbs, you know, organically. But th- when we get into these real functional ingredients, it is a little bit um, more difficult. And we do need these big companies to um, to look into it and to develop them. It's kind of like the pharmaceutical, co- you know, industry. You need these big companies to develop these drugs. And um, so for shampoos, for surfactants, um, that's not something you can grow in your backyard. And so we, and I'm a big proponent of supporting these big companies that are trying to make natural and environmentally and sustainable ingredients. So some things are easy and some things are not so easy, but I, I see industry kind of coming around, which is very encouraging. Yeah, certainly. 
So are so are all of your products natural and biodegradable and all of those good things? They are. They are. We um, they've always been. We've always used organically grown herbs and essential oils because those have always been the most readily available. Um, and then we look to replace ingredients that, um, like for instance, you know, mineral oil with vegetable oils. We we actually went through a whole rehab of our line several years ago to remove any nut oils um, because our customers were telling us, you know, that, that their, their children had nut allergies or mm-hmm. gluten intolerances. Um, and so we were using these um, ingredients, but I they weren't that important, you know, that if a child had a nut allergy, that even though it was a functional, you know, a lot of nut oils are very nice and they, they're very um, emollient and they're, they're good for the skin. But we went through our entire line and removed, you know, nuts and wheat and gluten and soy and dairy, you know. So we really are catering to the, a very, very sensitive um, clientele. Right, so hypo, hypoallergenic mm-hmm. in every way. Mm-hmm. And we look for safety, too, and, and, and we, we use the, the term non-invasive, meaning that, um, for instance, you know, like our cleanser, the molecule size is too large to be absorbed by the skin, so it doesn't get into the dermis and dry it out. It just kind of washes off. Mm-hmm. And so we're looking for things that are non-toxic, non-invasive, and, and that's part of the way we evaluate ingredients. Okay. Well, I'm curious, when you started this company, which, what was the year that you started the company? Well, it, we, we debuted on the market in 1995, but I was researching ingredients for, you know, two to three years prior to that. I see. And when you started the company, what was the landscape like for, for uh, companies and products uh, along these lines? Was there anything, or was it, were you completely pioneering this at the time? Well, the, the entire natural industry, natural foods, organic, was it was tiny, and um, it was back in the days when people were suspicious of it. Like, what is this natural <laughs> stuff? Yeah. Um, you know, I was I had my own kind of um, epiphany about it, and I became a vegetarian, and I started eating only organically grown food, and you know, people thought I was kind of nutty, um, but now, you know, I'm right in line. <laughs> We're all real organic. cool, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really um, cool. So, um, so even taking that a step further with skin care for babies, um, people really didn't think it was an issue, even at the health food store level. They were open to it because I think they probably, you know, were open to a lot of things. Um, but there was no baby section. Um, so my baby product went in with the adult shampoos. And so part of what I did in, in pioneering the category, which is what they call it, is to push for a, a separate baby section. Now when you walk into the stores, you do see a separate baby section. You know, there's vitamins, there's herbs, there's diapers. But that that didn't exist back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, things have changed quite a bit. I remember when uh, when I was in high school, quite a long time ago. But my mom used to drag. This is in this is in the East Coast, which uh-huh. uh, you know has only recently gotten a little hipper in terms of these types of things. Obviously, California being the pioneering state. Mm-hmm. But um, my mom used to drag us to uh, Providence, Rhode Island. We were about 15 minutes from there, and we would go and, and she'd drag us into this back alley store, you know, like, yeah, like exactly. an organic market, you know. And yeah. it's like where all the freaks were. 
are you yeah. know, who are into organic products, and yeah, the the selections are not limited. And now it's like down the street, there's a massive Whole Foods, and okay. even Safeway has their organic section. It's kind of just unbelievable where it's come. Yeah, and that's why I think it's so encouraging because it really wasn't that long ago where we all thought it was. You know, we were all very suspicious, or the few of us that would venture into that territory, and and that was the other part of what I had to do, which was um, really spend a lot of time educating people about even just organics. What does organically grown mean? Why is it important? Why don't you want hormones in your milk and your meat? I mean, it, it was just a whole bit, it was a mindset that needed to change. Yeah. Now, to that point that you just brought up, what, what are you guys doing? Because, I mean, that's still, I mean, that's part of the raison d'etre for this site is, uh, Green Living Ideas, uh, is, you know, the fact that there's still, even though there's a lot of informational sites out there, I think there's still a lot of confusion about some of the basic things that get glossed over that, you know, uh, the danger is in thinking, I think, sometimes uh, from a corporate perspective or just any company, just thinking that people really understand it because I think there's still a lot of confusion. I mean, just look at the SLS issue that we uh-huh. were just talking about. It's, uh-huh. you know, p- people are confused. And so w- what are you guys doing, California Baby, as a company to, to really educate people about these issues? Well, I think the first thing that we do, and I think it's most important, is we try not to scare people. Um, I, I really don't like coming from that angle, and when I see other companies saying, oh, my God, you're going to get, you know, black cloud is going to come down and rain upon you. I don't like that because I think that parents have enough going on, and they don't, um, we're paranoid enough as it is. <laughs> In this post-9-11 world, <laughs> fear-mongering. Yeah, yeah. new, and especially new parents. You know, I remember when I first had my son, my, my first son, I have two boys, um, I was just, paranoid about everything and I wanted to be perfect and 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 I just we don't need any extra. <laughs> yeah. No, and so that's number 1 and and it's really about a journey and I think everybody is at a different place. So California baby customers kind of span, you know, they 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 we we have the real hardcore customers who are so organic and then we have people who are new to it. And um, we want to speak to all of them, and, and we realize that everybody's at a different place. Sure. Well, actually, it leads me to another question, too, okay. is that we've talked about, you know, California Baby being the name, the baby products, yes. but I, I understand you guys do a lot more than baby products, so I want yes. to make sure that we, you know, we, we discuss that as well. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, obviously, I'm, I think that's where you started. Where have you come bringing it full circle today? Well, actually, it's funny. We, at, we have a very um, uh, extensive line. We have over 45 unique products, and we really are a baby line first and foremost. So we formulate, our pro, we, we say they're for babies, kids, and sensitive adults. And the sensitive adults really are last because sensitive adults find that using our products are good for them. But we formulate for a baby and for their needs, and then, and then it works out that adults can use the product. Uh, but we start with shampoos, conditioners, lotions, non-chemical sunscreens, which are, you know, very important, um, pure aromatherapy blends. We've just added some pregnancy products, so actually that's probably our first foray into real adult, you know, products. Okay. So, so what, are the, what are the pregnancy products? Well, we start... Um, preface it by saying that it, it takes me a long time to come out with new products because these products are very unique and original, and it's not just a Me Too product, so a lot of companies just kind of go with the market. Right. Um, and I, I wanted to look at it in a unique way. Um, and so we came out with two products that are used the most by a pregnant woman, and that's a, a cleanser, and it's a moisturizing body wash. So when they're, you know, the skin tends to change when a woman is pregnant, it's stretching, it gets dry, it gets tight. So I wanted to address that. 
with a, with a wash that is going to be non-drying. Okay. And then uh, we follow it up with an um, intensive oil to help the stretching and moisturizing of the skin. And I looked at it from all the ingredients in there are safe for a pregnancy. So there's, again, no nuts. You know, um, it's important. Some women say, well, why, why do I care if I'm having nuts? But you can, you can create kind of an allergy, you know, create a, a situation where it might trigger an allergy in yourself or in your child. So I do think it's important for a pregnant woman to stay away from nuts. Um, so our, that's what makes our um, oil unique is there are no nut oils. And the essential oils that are in there are safe to use during pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so where, where can consumers find uh, California baby products right now? Well, we started off in Whole Foods in the natural foods industry, and we are still there. We're in Whole Foods across the country. We have a very active website, CaliforniaBaby.com, where you'll find the most selection um, in terms of types of products and also different sizes. But um, our products just debuted in uh, Target uh, at the end of uh, January of this year. Okay. And so you can find a core selection at every single Target store across the country, which is really which is really great because now you don't have to go down a back alley into a funky little health food store, right? You can yeah, you know, I'm 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 kind of blown away too speaking of Target and I'm glad to hear you're getting distribution there. They they're becoming an incubation tank for yes. a number of even smaller companies mm-hmm. um, that are doing pretty groovy things with sustainability mm-hmm. and eco-consciousness and it's kind of funny. I mean, they're there's obviously it's in their best interest that, you know to to be be green as a company as it is with everybody else, but they seem to be you know companies like Method and uh, and I'm glad to hear they're carrying your products as mm-hmm. well, but uh, you know, as well as the, them. So anyway, we'll have to have them on this program this time because I'm, 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 my interest is peaked in what they're doing over there. But yeah. uh, that's great. That should really significantly in, improve uh, things for you guys, I would imagine. Yeah, well, what it does is it makes it easier for, for our customers to find it, and then it also opens us up to a whole new customer. Sure. And so that's exciting. Not everyone shops in Whole Foods. Uh, yeah. Though many people in California don't realize that. So, right, exactly. Yeah. I know yeah. that we don't ha- you don't have three or four of them in your neighborhood, you know. But yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Well, and there's also a joke, and this isn't my joke. It's a joke that goes around, which is there's another name for Whole Foods, which is Whole Paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, which that's, again, not my joke, but, uh, you know, not everybody can afford to shop in the more expensive stores. Um, and a store like Target is going to also be at a price point that uh, is going to be more affordable for the you know the the masses mm-hmm. so let's see I, I also uh, you know had a question about your your product lines and which ones are, are most popular where, where are you guys really doing the most right now uh, in terms of sales well you know our, our product line is actually really interesting because um, we have such an extensive line that we kind of go seasonally you know we have I mean I think the thing that's most consistent is our shampoo and body wash just because people use it every single day um, you know sunscreens peak during you know sun care season, and then we kind of move into a bubble bath season. We have a we have seven bubble baths to choose from, and they don't give yeast and bladder infections, which is typical of most bubble baths. And they're all aromatherapy, so we're kind of moving into that in the fall and winter. Um, but I think our most consistent is you know the sham- our, the one that started it all, which is our calming shampoo and body wash. It was. Our number one seller, you know, to over ten years ago, and it, it remains our number one seller. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned that you take a while to develop products because mm-hmm. you, you're, you're careful, uh, and I can certainly appreciate that. What, what are there any other products that you can discuss that are coming 
um, in the future? That yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working on, actually, just finished, whew, thank God it's done, um, <laughs> a hand wash. Um, and that, this was something that customers had been asking for, and, and I felt like, you know, I need to, to provide something unique, and it needs to be of value, because California baby products need to be of value to the child and to the parent, not just, we don't just pump products out. So I finally figured out how, how it could work for, for both. And so we're, we're introducing a hand soap, like a moisturizing hand soap uh, with antibacterial essential oils and, and then one that's a calendula, which is a pot marigold flower, which is great for people who, have, who suffer from eczema or have extremely dry, cracked hands, so it's very healing, and then a no-fragrance um, hand soap. But it's very fun and geared to teaching kids how to wash their hands and, and getting them excited about washing their hands because mm-hmm. as a parent, uh, we understand the importance of it. And, um, Particularly during cold and flu season, yeah. and when your kids get, when they get back to school, it's yeah. uh, it can really make a big difference. And I can tell you, my kids are older now, but it's never over. <laughs> you always have to keep reminding them: Did you wash your hands? Did you wash your hands? Don't forget. So I, that's a challenge, and I want to help parents um, with that. It, you know, their work of being parents. You know, I'm glad you mentioned this about the hand, the hand product, and I'm glad I asked that question because this brings up another question that I have for you to look for some illumination. Here's one of these, uh, another one of these issues that's being highly debated in, you know, on both sides, uh-huh. um, which is the whole idea of not using antibacterial soaps uh-huh. Uh-huh. that have very strong, you know, antibacterial elements in them because essentially what you can end up doing is creating, this is one school of thought uh-huh. that I hear, um, which is that you'll end up uh, creating, you know, essentially helping to create super germs right, or resistance. yeah, create resistance mm-hmm. uh, so that it actually you know, makes the situation worse over the long haul. Right. Um, is that, have you found that to be true? Well, you know, I, I was doing research on this, um, on this hand soap, and I did find a lot of data on that. And because, you know, the, there are ingredients like triclosan, which is in many of the um, antibacterial hand soaps out there and the commercial ones, and that's why I wanted to, to offer an alternative to it because bacteria is an issue for us, but essential oils also have, you know, certain Natural. antibacterial and antifungal properties. Absolutely. Like lavender oil is wonderful. Exactly. Lavender, tea tree. Um, so, and, and especially used in combination, and that's, and I think that's enough for us at home on an everyday basis. We're yeah. not working in a um, hospital. We don't need those strong antibacterials, and so I think that those antibacterials are probably needed in certain situations, but we don't need them at home. And the other thing that I found is that the most effective um, way of killing um, bacteria is by scrubbing your, rubbing your hands for at least 20 seconds. And so that is actually the most effective way, and that's what we're doing is we, with this hand soap, is we're giving away a little, a little static cling that can fit onto the mirror. And, you know, we're telling kids, sing happy birthday while you're, you know, creating bubbles in your hands, and they're rubbing and they're rubbing, and that's actually destroying and squashing microbes. And that's typically all you really need. That's funny you mentioned that. I was talking to an emergency room surgeon that I know, and mm-hmm. he said that the, the, the washing process, when they, surgeons do their scrub, yeah. it's more the length of time yeah. and the scrubbing they do than the, uh, the products that they're using. Yeah, and the vigor. You know, and the vigor, you have to yeah. kind of really do it really hard and strong, and, and that's why we say sing happy birthday, and that's typically about 20 seconds. 
especially with a kid, you know, they'll yeah. probably be 50, 60 seconds. Yeah, no, they, putting anything to music with kids really works yeah, really very well. Works. Exactly. <laughs> Numbers, you know, the alphabet, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Well, great. Well, um, I, one last question mm-hmm. I had for you before we run out of time is about the company itself. I mean, obviously, you guys are a ground-up company that's, mm-hmm. that's into uh, eco-consciousness, and I was just curious how that might come out internally in the company as well. Yeah, well, you know, we have always been very eco-conscious, even from reusing the other side of the paper. You know, it's kind of sometimes when I, I hire new people and I'm training them and I say, oh, no, no, you have to use both sides. We don't just throw these things away around here. So we, we try to be very uh, conservative that way. And we um, use, like, the biodegradable packing material or we actually try to get uh, recycle from other companies, you know, some, so from some local stores that might uh, ordinarily throw those uh, packing peanuts away, we pick them up, we clean them, and we reuse them. Um, so we try to um, incorporate it into everything we do, and, and, and we purchase um, post-content material, recycled material for paper and our um, media and literature, you know, the, the paper goods that we send out that, to sell our products. And we're moving into a really wonderful new location that we, we bought this building and we're adding solar power and we're adding um, all the eco, you know, things that we can. Yeah, right. Well, it's a great story and I, I, I wish you much uh, congratulations on your current success thank and you. for more success in the future. Well, thank you very much. My guest today again has been Jessica Iklesoy, who is the president of California Baby, a maker of body, hair, and skin care products. And uh, Jessica, thanks again. We'd love to have you back on the program sometime for an update on the company and the products. Anytime. Thanks as always to everyone listening in today. Remember, for more free on-demand podcasts, articles, videos, and other information related to living a greener lifestyle, visit our website at www.greenlivingideas.com. We'd also love to hear your comments, feedback, and questions. Send us an email at editors at greenlivingideas.com. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.